welcome to the Introvertpreneur Podcast. Take a breath because you are in the right place and you can finally stop apologizing for being an introvert. I'm Tara and I've discovered how to thrive as an entrepreneur while being 100% true to myself. Now I want to help you do the same. In these episodes, you're going to find everything you need to build a successful service-based business so you can stop competing with extroverts and grow and market your business with ease. Are you ready? Does this sound familiar to you? Every time that you decide to work on your business, something comes up and you have to work in your business. This can happen and the work that we plan to do on our business gets put on the back burner. If this is you, I feel you. The good thing for you is that I am a creative unicorn who has been a multi-passionate online business owner since 2007, helping support other amazing female-run businesses. So I know my way around the block, and I'd love to work with you and give your business the attention that it deserves. When you hire me for a VIP creativity day, we work on your business instead of in it. We will find clarity on what needs to change in your business, develop a strategy that will lead you to results, and even set up systems that will increase your conversion and save you time. Plus, we could do a variety of done-for-you marketing materials that are ready to implement. We can work on your sales funnels, your social media strategy, Facebook ads, your website design or optimization, or even mix a few of the Creativity Day options. And I will work my magic quickly and efficiently while you sit back and focus on your zone of genius. You can apply to work with me for a done-for-you VIP Creativity Day using the link listed in the show notes resources below, or just head over to my website at theterrareed.com. Welcome back to another episode of the Introvertpreneur Podcast. I am so excited you are here, and this is going to be a really good, juicy episode. Client boundaries and how to set them is something that I personally have struggled a lot with as an introvert, and I feel like it depends where you are at on the introvert spectrum, whether this has maybe been a problem for you or is maybe something that you found really difficult to deal with and setting these boundaries and sticking to them. I tend to be a people pleaser, so it took me a long time to realize that I can say no. I can push back if needed. You don't work for your clients. You work with them. The only person you work for is yourself. If you are a freelancer, independent contractor, virtual assistant, you work for yourself. So you set the boundaries and it's up to us to reinforce to the clients that they need to respect our boundaries, but it can be hard. Sometimes clients do push back 
And it really depends on your client's personality type. If you get a client that is on the overbearing kind of pushy side, as an introvert, it can make us want to just, well, for me personally, can make me want to shut down and just revert back into my, yeah, sure, I can do that (laughs) kind of ways. But that is not helpful to us. It's not helpful for our mental health. And overall, it's not helpful for our clients as a whole. Client boundaries are essential as a service provider, even more so, especially important as you grow and you are working with many clients per month. That gives you even more reason that you need to stick to your boundaries for your own mental health, your sanity, and for your client relationships. You cannot perform at your best if you are stressed out, if you're overwhelmed, if you're getting burnt out by client requests. So it's really important to establish and set those boundaries. One of the best ways that I recommend doing it and what has really worked for me is to set boundaries right from the start with your onboarding process. So With your onboarding process, you can send a welcome email, you can have a welcome guide or packet. Basically, you want to restate what was in your contract because let's face it, most clients, they probably just quickly scan your contract. So I always recommend doing a welcome email or a welcome guide that restates your boundaries and how you work. So this could include your hours, if you have set hours that you tend to work, any turnaround times, especially make note of like for urgent requests, contact methods. And I really love Dubsado. I use Dubsado for everything and their workflows are absolutely incredible. You can automize your entire onboarding process from the moment a client fills out your contact form or books a call with you, you can have it all automated through a Dubsado workflow, which is fantastic. And I definitely recommend doing that, especially if you have a hard time crafting emails where you're being stern (laughs) with boundaries with clients. So having it automatically sent and everything done that way, you're covered, you're good. Another alternative is HoneyBook, which works the same way. You can set up automated. I'm not sure what they're called with HoneyBook, but it's basically a workflow that your client goes through as you are onboarding them as a new client. And one other thing with contact methods, I really recommend keeping your client communication to one, maybe two channels at most. So if you want to, do scheduled weekly calls and or use Slack or Voxer or email. Don't use like every communication method. Otherwise, you are going to be all over the place. And it's really up to you to set the tone of the relationship. So you need to tell the client how you work, how you work best, what systems you use to communicate with them. If they have something that they use, and you do decide to use their system, it can be hard. Like say, for example, you have eight clients and three of them use Voxer, two of them use Slack, the rest use email. 
one of them you gave out your phone number to, so they text you all the time, which I don't recommend just for that reason alone. It can be overwhelming. You can feel like you're scattered and all over the place and there's no streamlined system on your end for your client work. And that can be really stressful. So setting the tone that you are your own business owner, you are the CEO of your business and you are working with them, not for them, really sets the tone for those boundaries so that hopefully you won't have to push back if they try to cross over any boundary that you set. And I do agree, like you can provide wiggle room to clients as needed, but I, especially at the start of a new client relationship, like I know we want to give the best service possible. And especially if you're a people pleaser, it can be hard to say no, but you will thank yourself so much in the long run. For example, if you get a client email at four o'clock on a Friday afternoon, like you are just about to close off your computer for the weekend and you see an email come through with a task that the client is sending you like, hey, can you get this done today? Even if it's not urgent, that is where you need to reestablish and reset the tone of your boundaries. So in that case, sure, it might take you just a few minutes to do it. But if you do that and you go ahead and do it, your client is always going to expect that. You are teaching them how to work with you. You are teaching them how to treat you. So if you do go ahead and do it, they will likely keep doing that as well to you. And again, you're going to experience overwhelm and burnout and you're going to start to resent the fact that you are working with this client who is probably awesome, but they don't feel like they're doing anything wrong because you continue to do that. You At four o'clock on a Friday, you will jump in and do it and say, okay, got it. It's done. Even though it took you 10 minutes, then they might try to send you something on a Saturday or a Sunday or at eight o'clock at night. You know, people do push boundaries if they aren't getting pushed back. So it's really important for yourself, for your clients, and for your mental sanity to set those boundaries and be firm with them. So for that example of the client emailing at four o'clock on a Friday, and you were just about to shut down your computer and get ready for a great long weekend, what you could do instead is just respond to their email Short and simple. Thanks so much. I've received this email. I will put it to the top of my to-do list on Monday, which is my next business day. End of story. That's it. The client will respect you or they won't. And honestly, if they don't respect you for that response, they're not somebody that you want to work with long-term anyway. You have the power here to work with who you want and who lights you up. So I encourage you to do that. And I know it can be hard, especially if you are at the beginning of your journey or, you know, you just really need the income. It can be hard to push back and be firm with your boundaries. The quote is true that when one door closes, another amazing, more incredible opportunity, or in this case, client, is just around the next corner. Do not let people walk all over you because they will continue to do so. And you are the CEO of your own business and you set the rules, which is probably a big reason why you wanted to create a service or freelance or virtual assistant businesses in the first place. 
is because you wanted freedom. And if you feel like you're being shackled to a client's work schedule and how they do things, it can be really hard to stay in the CEO mindset that you do need to be in. So those are my tips and thoughts on client boundaries. Hopefully this has been helpful. I know it's hard. I do. I get it. I spent years taking on clients that I knew I shouldn't have and that just stressed me out. And I knew it wasn't a good working relationship. They weren't a fit for me. I wasn't a fit for them. But I tried to do everything I could. And in the end, it wasn't worth it at all. I probably missed out on much more amazing clients that were perfect for me because I was using all of my time to do things that were outside the scope of my work or working in the evenings or answering emails at like two in the morning. Nobody needs to do that. And if you set that tone, it will continue to happen until you nip it in the bud. So if you don't want to have to be firm and put your foot down, Start at the beginning with your onboarding process. Set your boundaries right there. Be firm, but clear and friendly. I mean, it doesn't have to be this huge issue with a client. If they don't respect your boundaries, they're not the client for you. So talk to you guys soon for the next episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. This episode may have ended, but there are ways we can stay in touch until next time. You can join me at introvertpreneur.com and at theterrorread.com, where you can find tons of blog posts and resources that will also help you grow your business. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at introvertcoach, where I share more introvert-friendly and service-based business tips with you. If you love what you're hearing, drop a five-star rating and review telling me what you are loving about the podcast so that I can continue to encourage as many introverted entrepreneurs as possible. Until next time, keep using your introvert superpowers.